You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. It's time to talk about the Green Bay Packers. This is your Packers Update, the Daily Cheese, brought to you by Packernet.com and powered by Overtime Media. The Daily Cheese is a collaboration with the Packernet Podcast, hosted by Ryan Schlipp, the Pack Daddy. And I'm your host, JJ Leahy. It's going to be a short one today because there's not a ton of news, but the news we do have is sweet. First, the Dominique Daphne tight end signing to the practice squad is official as of today. Not sure why that hasn't happened yet. But the big news, linebacker Kamal Martin and wide receiver Equinemia St. Brown have returned to practice. They've both been on IR since the season began, and although we were excitedly waiting for this week because it was the earliest that either player could return from IR, we had no hints to suggest that either one of them was ready to come back. Now the Packers have a three-week window here to evaluate both players and decide if they're ready to return to the team. During that time, they will not count against the active roster. However, if the Packers do not activate either player at the end of that three weeks, they are required to either place them on season-ending injured reserve or release them. But for the record, having seen the video, it looks like both players will be back very soon. EQ in particular, who had a knee injury, looked fantastic running routes today. No sign of any kind of limp. Kamal Martin looked exceptional in the preseason, and it was only six weeks ago that he injured his knee. For the past two weeks, Martin has been working out on the sidelines during practice, but not involved in any kind of team activities. Now that Christian Kirksey is out on injury, Martin will be a welcome addition to the defense. And the good news is that his replacement during this time has been very good. That would be Chris Martin, an undrafted free agent from UCLA. 
Ty Summers and Oren Burks have been serviceable, but if the Packers can put Kamal Martin and Chris Barnes out on the field at the same time, that will be their best lineup. In fact, just four games into the season, Pro Football Focus has named Chris Barnes to their all-rookie team. They rank him as the second-highest-graded rookie linebacker in the league. He's played 85 snaps, missed zero tackles, and he has seven stops, which is a tackle that results in a loss for the offense. And things are trending up for the defense after their game against the Falcons. After three weeks of miserable defensive performance, Green Bay was able to hold the high-flying Atlanta Falcons offense to just nine points up until garbage time. They may be about to continue trending up. Kenny Clark and Rashawn Gary were full participants in practice today, as was Devontae Adams and Mercedes Lewis on offense. Only Kevin King and Tyler Irvin did not practice. Swervin Irvin is still dealing with a wrist injury, and Kevin King hurt his quad against the Falcons. Meanwhile, kicker Mason Crosby faces a familiar face. In 2013, the Packers brought in kicker Giorgio Tavecchio, along with Zach Ramirez, as competition for Mason Crosby. It's something the team does from time to time. Last year, Sam Ficken spent the entire preseason with the Packers, and for a while it looked like he might win the job. When McCarthy cut Tavecchio, he said, I had a chance to visit with Giorgio this morning, and I told him in the meeting he's still part of the competition. Well, apparently it took us seven years to get around to calling Tavecchio back after that. We did bring him in for a workout today. Tavecchio is just the latest in a line of kickers the Packers have worked out in recent weeks. All due diligence in case Crosby misses time due to COVID. The alternative would be to do what the Bears did and actually burn a practice squad spot on a kicker. Brian Gudikins prefers to just keep a Rolodex of kickers he likes. However, Tavecchio is probably not super high on this list. After getting cut by the Packers, he was signed to a contract by the Lions but never actually played for them played a couple of 2017 games for the Raiders, and in 2018, played a game for the Falcons. After that, he played one year in the XFL. Well, one month, but that wasn't his fault. That's just how long the league lasted. Just a week after losing to the Packers, the Atlanta Falcons fired their head coach, Dan Quinn, along with their general manager. Unfortunately for fans who love big, splashy trades, the Falcons have stated they are not going to start trading off players. They're going to wait for the new head coach to get hired, come in, and make his decisions about the roster. On the other hand, speculation is swirling about the Jets, who seem to be prepared to start trading off players. But one does have to ask, who on their roster would you actually want to trade for? I'll leave you with a final bit of good news. After a week of positive COVID tests around the league, the Packers head into Week 5 still virus-free. For more in-depth analysis and a look at Packers strategy, make sure you're subscribed to the Packernet Podcast, hosted by the Pack Daddy, Ryan Schlipp. Keep up on all the Green Bay Packers news by going to Packernet.com and join the Packernet Podcast group on Facebook. My name is JJ Leahy, and this has been The Daily Cheese, your Green Bay Packers news update.